grab your favorite beverage, kick up your feet as you ascend with me into the joy portal of soul reflections, fresh perspectives, fun ideas, and wisdom. Light to light and heart to heart. Smile and breathe even deeper as together we will soar above the perception of all hurdles and shine brightly as the light we are. Hello, everyone. Good afternoon. Welcome to Light Laughter and Lattes. My name is Jerry Habstreet. I'm an Avesa quantum healer and medical intuitive and your host today for Light Laughter and Lattes. And if you are listening to this via podcast, you can catch this show every week on Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time on Oneness Talk Radio, Facebook, and YouTube, where we have a live stream. We also have a chat that's open, so if anyone is listening in on YouTube or Facebook, we can see your chats. I have a fabulous guest today, so if you have questions um, or just comments, please jump in and say hi, and we will answer them and recognize them as we go. So welcome to this fabulous Wednesday. It's a gateway Wednesday, and anytime it's an opening to a gateway, there's an opportunity there. Um, our show today is about feminine empowerment, and um, it's the time on our planet right now where the feminine energy is coming in and there's more and more women all over the world standing up, speaking their truth, stepping out, being visible, taking action and really taking their position in the world in a way that they've never done so before. And um, I have with me today um, really a guest is it's just so timely on this. Um, her name is Durga, and I am not even going to try to say her last name. I'll let her do that for you. She's from India. She's a spiritual coach, intuitive healer, yoga and meditation instructor, Reiki master, motivational speaker, and marma therapist. She also hosts her own podcast and, and is an international best-selling author and publisher. She was born with psychic abilities and has been helping her others since childhood, she taught stress management and mindfulness programs in refugee camps, old age homes, foster homes, and in schools. So in 19 or in 2013, she took the leap of faith and left a flourishing career to do what she's doing right now, helping others heal and serve the world. So welcome in Durga. Namaste. Thank you so much, Yeri, for such a wonderful introduction. I'm so happy to be here with all your lovely audience. <laughs> well, I am so happy to have you here because it is just um, so I, it's no accident. You have the name Durga. So, you know, and for all of those people who are listening, maybe over here in the United States who don't know what Durga means, can, can you share the, the goddess Durga with everyone? Yeah. Yeah, actually, Goddess Durga is a divine mother's name who is powerful as well as very loving and caring. And, uh, you know, uh, she cleans up all your negativity. <laughs> so so you took that name very seriously, right? I don't know. But my parents, uh, uh, she is our uh, deity. Like every 
family will have their own um, um, family goddess uh, god or goddesses and so our family goddesses is durga and so i'm the oldest daughter they wanted to name me after her and uh, but they never used to call me with that name basically they have a middle name also so in my schools and everywhere they used to call the whole name together durga madavi something like that and then uh, once we came to us they always take the first name right so that's how it became more powerful and i think more power came to me because of the name i think you know <laughs> it's all divine's plan so could you live in the united states yeah i right now i do live in the united states yeah i am from iowa right now oh you're from iowa okay yeah. and so how long have you lived in the united states uh it's been like 20 years oh for a while okay yeah for so, a while i came here to pursue my masters i did my masters here i worked in it i got married um and then you know okay so how many how many years growing up did you live in india um 20 years 20 years okay my so until my undergrad in india yeah okay so this is why i'm finding this so powerful because um it, this feminine empowerment energy i mean india is not you really have to work for your feminine empowerment there correct um it's yes and no okay <laughs> for me like uh, um i have a different perspective of that it's always i feel um the feminine and masculine energy both are needed for the universe to move forward so we believe that uh, purusha and prakriti like shakti together makes the whole world complete right so uh, we need both the energies and uh, we think that feminine feminine energy is so powerful in its own aspect and masculine energy is so powerful in its own aspect when we have that masculine energy we feel more protected when we have more feminine energy we feel like more loud and cared you know uh, so that smooth and soft sense comes out so i think that both are needed and i think if you see everybody has that like you know i have seen uh, my dad taking care of us like mom when my mom like my mom has to go uh, you know to be taking care of her parents when needed i see that mother's nature in my dad too <laughs> and my dad has to go for any camps or like you know on work he's out then i saw my mom taking doing stuff what my dad used to do so i think dominantly moms are like okay this is this is the way the um if we if we play this role then it would be easy for the whole family or whole society and if a man plays that role then that compensate the you know that completes the uh, life uh, that is my perspective <laughs> that's what i feel and yes there are places where like women has to struggle hard to come out and show up i think that is that is everywhere right in the whole world that's the same story same uh, same thing happens everywhere mhm mm yeah exactly yeah ideally we would have um the balance in all of us exactly yeah we would all have a balanced masculine and feminine so we would we would have the love and the compassion and the open heart but we would also have the clarity in the knowing and the action steps to move forward on our so path true. so true yeah then that 
when they both play uh, equal role then the uh, you know usually they say like in, in bullock carts they have two wheels right so when the both wheels like work properly with coordination then only the bullock cart goes properly on the road <laughs> so, right otherwise we'll go we'll we'll get into accidents so uh, that that is what my perspective of this uh, thing uh, about um feminine energy and masculine energy and so how was it for you so what year were you born in sorry what what year were you born i was born in early 80s Nice. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I I've been to India a couple of times, and um, so one thing I noticed, like they still regularly advertise in the newspapers a daughter for marriage. So like the the daughter can't pick her own suitor. <laughs> oh yeah. Her own yeah. partner, and, and so there's lots of lots of traditions there where the female really doesn't have a lot of power, at least they didn't used to, where a lot of the decisions were made for them. It is the same rule for the boy also. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> so the parents pick the, pick the uh, partner for, the, for, the, for their kids. And they, they, sometimes it is it previously, it, it is a like great evolution, I should say. In the beginning, it should be they should be from the same uh, community, same caste system, and all those. But then slowly, they are more uh, became more broad-minded, and then okay, uh, they're seeing like what is their educational level and intellectual level, so that they can you know understand each other. Um, and uh, yes, there are some places where they allow like to choose nowadays. Like I think most of them are choosing their own, I guess, but. Um, you know, while uh, growing up, yes, <laughs> if parents choose the uh, bride or bridegroom for their kids. And parents' involvement will be like a lot more because the family system is like given more importance in India. So the right. whole family is very, very important. Like, you know, so uh, that is why it is, that is why it is like more valued. So you've lived half your life in India and half your life in the States, right? Yeah. yeah. So what, what do you see is the, the greatest difference um, in humanity between the two? You mean humanity? Well, what is, what is the greatest difference, the, the feeling you get in the two places? In two places. Definitely the um, comfortable life, right? Like in U.S., it is like a lot more comfortable. But uh, I feel I always miss that human touch. Like in India, um, if you just go out, we'll see like all our neighbors, and most of them will be doing half of their household chores on their uh, patios or something, like uh, talking to the neighbor, like chopping the vegetables or folding their clothes and something like that. So there's like a lot more friendliness and uh, um, connection with human people so when i came to us in the beginning um, though i was in dance and uh, with students but once i finished my studies it was once i got married and my husband was living in an apartment in uh, arizona and yeah of course by that time i kind of exposed it to the culture here 
but still it is little strange because uh, in college obviously like if you go out there you will see students roaming all the time so you don't miss that but in the apartments you hardly see people coming out right unless and until you you have to call them and ask them like oh yeah can, are you free now can we come like you know we have to schedule a time if you want to visit our parents visit our friends or relatives but in india anybody can come any time and then knock your door <laughs> and, and then uh, they are always very welcome they are always very welcome and then uh, we will have enough food for as many number of people like you know like in in my house though we are all five people in the house my mom always used to cook little extra we never know who comes and you know so but so that you know like around lunch time if they come then we we don't want them to wait so that is a very uh, beautiful thing i really like from india is like they take care of guests really nicely uh, they actually we say that aditi devo bhava like the guest is like a god you know um we invite them as a god and then we serve them first even though like uh, we have uh, it's lunch time and we all have to eat first we serve them and then we the rest of the family eats and if there are a lot more people then my mom has to cook again you know <laughs> and that she never like my mom or my you should see my grandmother's time the 10 people 12 people used to come and they used to like very they never felt that it is oh my god again we need to cook you know that kind of attitude i have never seen on my grandmother's face or my mom's face or the matter of fact my aunt's place no, no nothing and we have so many relatives in our uh, hometown and from college like i hardly goes to my house directly i'll just go and visit my aunt and then i'll say like i'll demand actually no i don't want to eat this i want something else she's like okay wait for 10 minutes i'll cook and i'll call you you know like that we you have that um, um independence or that um, uh, that freedom that you will ask you don't hesitate but now what i what i teach my son right now is like you know when you go to your someone's house even though they are very <laughs> close friends you should eat whatever they give you know that <laughs> kind of so you you see the difference right so yeah but that is the manners and the lifestyle and everything that needs to be followed here so that is how i want to train my son i cannot tell him like okay <laughs> but when 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 his grandparents call him they will ask like what do you want he will give a big list of things you cook that for me this for me that for me and then post it right <laughs> so i'm glad at least he has that much of freedom at someone with someone but yes there are like a lot more small small um, adjustments like that but uh, this country has like uh, I, i really like the way the discipline like you know everywhere the system works so perfectly in us um and if you see the roads uh, in us they have we have stop lights that this and all for traffic system and still we see so many accidents right you should go and see in india especially like in the small towns and all the auto driver will come from this side and the bullock cart will come from this side and the lorry will come from the center and everybody goes home very safely It is miraculous. Both times I've been there, I've looked at the driver and I'm like, okay, so the so the stop signs and lights are just optional, right? Yeah. Maybe you might have gone to bigger cities like Bombay, Delhi. What are the places you visited actually in India? Yeah, I mean, I I like had to close my eyes half the trip because you're on the road not only with cars but with with 
you know, cows and dogs and and everything else. Even if I go now, still I do that. Like if my cousins are driving the car or motorbike, I literally close my eyes because now I'm so used to drive my car in 60 speed or 50 speed in a very, you know, straightforward roads. And I know what is happening like 100 yards in front of me and stop signs and rules and regulations and so much systematically. And I just cannot even take my bike. Like as soon, when I was a student here, I went to, I went back home within a year or so for holidays. I couldn't even drive my bike. My dad has to stop me in the middle of the road and he took promise on the center of the road. Okay, Promise me that you will never ever <laughs> take any vehicle on the road when you come and visit us. I have to promise him. Till now, I never drove anything in India. Because well, I, I just I just forgot. Like, you know, my mind completely <laughs> wired up in a different <laughs> different way now. Well, I think what happens is you get used to the environment you're in and you adapt to it. So mm-hmm. when you're there, you just expect road chaos. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, have I to be very present. Exactly. Yeah. Our mind is like programmed in such a way that, yeah, this person can come this side. This. I think my brain and everything were used to work so actively, I guess. Now it is so systematically. It cannot yeah. take any chaos from any side. <laughs> Yeah, well, there, there's there's obviously no texting and driving there. No. <laughs> um, yeah, there's no forget about it. But yeah, people will be talking. These days I saw that they will be talking on the phone and they will be do, driving. But yeah, no regulations. And so, that is a, that's a very one interesting thing from India. Traffic. Well, I want, I want to say, do a shout out to Kim. Hi, Kim. Hi, Beatrice. Thanks for jumping in. Um, and do you want to turn down? There's a little echo. Sorry. Do you have something that you can turn down? There's a. I'm hearing an echo through. Oh, I don't have anything on here. Okay. Nothing else on. Okay, that's better. I'm not hearing it now. Um, so let's talk. You were born with psychic abilities, and um, you you were born to know. You came in with the name Durga, which is means feminine power really and you came in as a psychic and a healer and so when when did you first know that you had psychic abilities and you were a healer actually i don't know those are psychic abilities and uh, healing abilities actually i don't think even my parents realized or recognized those um but uh i just used to get visions like you know uh what can happen next and those kind of things and it was a little bit scary for me when I was a three, four year old girl, like, you know, little girl. And I think uh, around five, since five, I was able to tell people like they're planning to do something, don't do. And some people will believe in, some people won't, you know, like uh, any uh, any normal kid, they just like, oh yeah, forget about it. Like my parents also did that so many times to me. And slowly while growing up, uh, in my teens and stuff, then yes, a lot of people like it's it spread like some uh, slowly spread into my community and my colony. And so people used to ask me, uh, we are planning to do this business. Do you think what will happen? And my husband is going through this uh, health issue. Uh, what do you want us to do? Like, you know, those kind of things. I was like, you know, actually enjoying that center of it. 
attention that time like you know people are coming and asking me questions and stuff and but i used to be like more uh, devoted i used to meditate i used to chant a lot i, I think i don't know like um, my parents used to say maybe i got it from a uh, I, uh, previous life that i continue doing that um but um, i always feel the presence of divine mother with me all the time and so i used to feel that some voice is telling me right like and then it is not like a regular thing like as if some message comes and then i don't remember that actually like i go to some phase and then uh, sometimes if i touch their hands then i'll get to know or uh, by seeing them directly like i'll just get a vision like this and um, you know those kind of all you know stuff lot of stuff used to happen and in the beginning it was fun because i'm getting attention and slowly i got frustrated <laughs> with that like as if i'm living like two three different lives and it's little annoying like when i'm growing up into teenager and college and stuff and um, i wanted to become a doctor because i feel like somehow i have that healing thing i have i feel like if somebody having any issues or something i can clear, clearly I, i i use my i used to use my hand even now i use my hand as a scanner uh, if they are in person but now i am able to do the distance also like during the pandemic and all i get lot of covid people calling me for healing and stuff so i can do now uh, distance but that time i don't know i i think i did distance healing also if, if i recollecting right now while talking my mom's sister my aunts and other people lot of people doesn't even know in our relatives and family also that i have disabilities because we just used to do like distantly like if i feel that oh this is they are going through some trouble then i'll just do a, do it and then i, I don't um, you know i my dad used to say that like you know when you do something good for others if you are doing with the right hand the left hand should not know about it you know so <laughs> i used to be like okay i didn't do it it hits all divine mother divine mother did it right she just used me as an instrument so i'm grateful for whatever i'm doing so that that is my attitude like then now and i say i really i'm uh, that should be my attitude till the end i feel i feel right because i am nothing in front of the divine energy or divine power other than being useful uh, to the divine so um i <clears throat> with that uh, when i see um uh, the thing right um so uh, i when they ask questions i used to tell some answers and stuff but in the beginning it's like a growing process evolving process sometimes i don't know i should not say the negative stuff or something like that then i should come I, then i realized that oh i don't want to hurt people so i'll just come and pray to divine mother so that that problem for them should be resolved in a very um you know pr- nice ways so that they don't get hurt you know um so he, and then it hurt, it hit me hard very hard when it came to our own family people uh, like my aunt's fire accidents you know those kind of things i got a vision and uh, so those are like little painful things that's when i was like got a little bit like i don't i, I don't and at that time my dad doesn't want me to be a doctor because uh, i am so giving and i do lot of charity works since my childhood 
So my dad was a little worried if she becomes a doctor, then we all will be on the roads because <laughs> she will be like doing the charity work only, doing more service to people. And I don't know what she will turn into. So put her into engineering. So I got into engineering. But once about that intellect starts popping in, I was like, what is this happening? Like, you know, I started doubting and questioning what is happening with me because whatever I'm doing, it I cannot just, there is no justifiable answer from my side to the intellect, like when it is asking questions. So, but still like I, in my engineering college also a lot of, my engineering college, a lot of my friends know about this. They used to come for like, you know, for, for their higher studies and they're asking for their girl, girlfriends and boyfriends. That was so much fun actually. <laughs> so a lot of people know about that. And um, that's why I thought like, okay, I need to go to a place where nobody knows about this, right? So um, then I came to US so that nobody knows about it. I was thinking that I'm dropping it there in India. <laughs> and I'm coming here. And within few months, three or four months, everybody in my room, my including my roommate and my classmates and the, uh, my circle, friends in my community, right? Like the uh, in my uh, college, they came to know. I felt like, oh, there is something inside me that I cannot get rid of. So I better try to live with it and better try to put it for good use. But they, they could feel the energy of you, of who you really were. So they're yeah. back to you. So it's like you, you can't hide from yourself. Exactly. They used to come back and you said that, you know, you, you study these questions and stuff and they came or something like that. Like you said that don't trust that person and that came true and don't, um, you know, be friends with this person. He, he's not the way that you are thinking. So I don't know. I, I don't even, sometimes I don't even remember because when I go into that trance mode, then uh, some something comes, but I'm like a different individual, right? So it is like the, <laughs> it is the channel goes. So uh, that's, uh, since then I was like, okay, now uh, until then I was doing my uh, water chantings I do for my divine mother and do the prayers and meditation. Water. I don't have any proper practice, proper uh, um, channeling of anything right now. That's like, I should say, this is like a crude way of stuff all around. Then that is when I realized that, okay, this is a big responsibility. Maybe the divine has given to me. And I don't know whether I'll be able to handle it or not. But until I may, until I have this, I need to be more responsible towards it. So then I thought like I need to have some meditation or some practice that I can do on my own uh, so that I will channel this in a proper way so that I will help more people in a proper way. So though I was doing my master's in uh, computer science and doing all the other stuff, I started pursuing more. Uh, since my childhood, I do a lot of yoga, meditation. I grew up in an Ayurveda uh, family where we practice more in cooking and lifestyle and everything. But I started learning more about all those things because the doctor in me didn't still alive, you know, alive and active. So I got certificate, certified in yoga, meditation, and I volunteered to a couple of organizations teaching those things to all age groups from age three and up. Like I taught like few thousands of people and few thousand kids and all my kids whom I taught now they are doctors and lawyers. And I'm like, <laughs> wow. Uh, so um, it's like so what, did, what, what did you teach them? Um, yoga and mantra techniques, mindfulness yoga, techniques? meditation and stress management techniques and, you know, how to handle their emotions and stuff. 
I, I, I did the same thing. <laughs> Uh, some yeah like i put some moral stories in uh, like at the we have tons of moral stories in our scriptures right so i gather from all the other scriptures also and then i'll come up and then i'll mix it into some uh, <laughs> dish and then i'll present them so kids love the stories anyway so in my yoga classes also like i teach the yoga and towards the end i would like to and with some um, uh, establishing some moral or some some uh, valuable lesson for them deep inside during the meditation so uh, during that journey i i became as i then i felt like i need to guide i'm guiding them i'm coaching them and i'm also helping them growing spiritually so i felt like i wanted to be more um, what i should say um authentic so then i got into life coaching certification and i got my life coaching certification so i got like tons of certifications okay for <laughs> like therapy for energy healing and all um so uh, then i it, uh, i felt like wow this is this is really cool and i'm like helping people until then i was doing it as a volunteer only along with the organizations that i'm volunteering with full time job and by the time i got married and you know taking care of the house and you have no idea indian cooking will be breakfast lunch dinner uh, it's it's like uh, too many things that i'm doing but my life changed so <laughs> almost like 180 degrees uh, soon after my son was born so i was like uh uh until then i was like always able to go into that trance whenever i want but when i have this teeny tiny baby with me i just cannot do that so then i felt that there is a next level of evolution happened in me like i have started making it like i you know you people you cannot call me at like midnight 1 o'clock 2 o'clock 3 o'clock <laughs> even though they don't call me i get the message i feel that okay my friend so and so like i have a friend denise and she was going through some kidney issue and in the middle of the night she was thinking of me that oh no but she's she's she might be sleeping so she's in east coast i'm in arizona so she didn't call me but i got that message and i was i did the healing and then she felt it and she could wait until she get into the she is in er but until she get the treatment she could feel that energy and uh, so those kind of things even though a lot of people doesn't know that i work on them Uh, when i see people in um, malls or i see in neighborhood i see like you know everywhere a lot of people doesn't even know that i work on them and some people come with knowingly like you know word of mouth or something i don't until this pandemic i lot of i don't do much of my advertising also it's all with word of mouth and i used to be pretty busy with that itself so uh, saying that like uh, then i couldn't handle my it job and my volunteer work and this thing and my newborn baby so i need to drop something so i dropped my it job <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a good fit honestly <laughs> yeah my husband was okay at that time because he thought was like okay for next to 3 years you enjoy whatever you want to do because he want me to be with the baby like he doesn't want the baby to send my kid to daycare or something right and those 3 years is a like a very exploring years for me to structuring of what i do and uh, you know everything it was very beautiful and after that a uh, couple of years there's a big uh, struggle inside me whether i need to go back to it or you know continue this and of course like you know it i used to <laughs> get like six figure income and then here 
it if you compare that the thing it is it is not compensating right but the fulfillment that you get is so different it yes. i'm like i'm i'm i came to the planet for this like you know then how yes. can i do something else that kind of question used right. to arise in me all the time yes and so my son uh, after his four years he declared that i want you to be home you are not going anywhere <laughs> <laughs> so like okay, I took that as a declaration, and then I started more working more and uh, creating more online courses and stuff like that. And uh, now I do like chakra cleansing workshops, chakra cleaning, cleansing and healing workshops, meditation and pranayama workshops, and a lot of things I do like online. And then I do like uh, in uh, long distance. Most of my clients are all over the world. Like so, I do Zoom calls and phone calls. um in person uh, i keep moving places because of my husband's work so in person by the time like uh, i get there it will be little uh, it will take little time but in person also i used to be pretty busy because i do the marma therapy and stuff like that so we have a question here um for beatrice or Be- beatrice beatrice is asking a question she would like to ask a personal question sure. so beatrice if you are still there do you want to type your question in and and um and then ask if it's for durga or for whoever and so we'll just wait and when Dur- um beatrice questions popped up if she's still there we'll we'll answer that and so well well she's typing in her question um did you have did your parents support your vision when you were having visions when you were little oh yeah that's a very great question did yes and no <laughs> <laughs> because then i was playing outside like my neighbors used to take me into their house and ask questions and when i'm coming back from school like i do remember people taking me out of my auto rickshaw then like you know then my mom was so surprised what happened to your sister just like somebody took her because they have some question for her like then my mom and my dad were little upset because they don't want my childhood to be that way you know they want me to enjoy my childhood like playing with with the other kids and stuff so yeah little bit of up and down we had um, and uh, my parents my parents were like yeah i should say they are kind of they are kind of supportive yeah okay that's great okay so beatrice typed her question in and she says um let me see if i can actually show it <clears throat> hey look at that i did something new today <laughs> <laughs> do you see me in the career that i am in forever uh i think still you you are still don't have much clarity on whether to be in this career or not i feel so you might change your career okay and then she's got one more question let me see if i can do this okay and will the news i am waiting on be good maybe you feel that is not good for now but it is good for the long term so so what was your answer that is, the, the news doesn't she seem- might feel that or oh, she's she's ex- whatever she's expecting maybe they won't come in the same way that she wanted it to be but uh-huh. she will know that it is the good for down the road okay gotcha so hopefully that's clear okay thanks beatrice thank you <laughs> 
And so, do, so your family now, your family still lives in India, but you're in the States, correct? My parents are still in India. Uh, one of my sister lives in uh, US and another sister, she travels like, you know, she's, uh, was in Poland. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome, Beatrice. Um, and now she went back to India before the pandemic. So now she's in India. So, yeah. Um, so how do you see, how do you see things shifting in the world, you know, around this feminine empowerment? How are you seeing things shift in your world? Are you, are you seeing more balance around that? Are you seeing greater ways that you're having to step out or do different things? For me, I see this is also for my spiritual and personal growth, right? It is not just uh, just because I have this ability and though I see that, okay, I am getting into this and then I have to go through some struggles, right? But mm -hmm. as an individual, I need to go through those struggles mm -hmm. for my growth, for my personal and spiritual growth. And I believe that we are all here on the planet for our spiritual growth and challenges happen, things happen. And these are all like processes for us to overcome them and then move forward and grow. So we cannot avoid them. But any of these, uh, but it's just an insight for me when it comes to me like, oh, okay, this is going to happen. And, but this is, this is the thing that I need to overcome. And I work towards it. As in Durga. Durga. This Durga. Body Durga. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but I cannot avoid the situation. I have to go through it. And I don't, I don't interfere in divine's plan. Either for me or for my clients or for anybody whoever comes and asks me questions. Is, is, that, is that clear what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. Yeah. So it is it the divine's plan is beautiful. Like we nobody can interfere into that plan. But yes, your will, your strong will to grow grow and your strong your strong or deeper love towards God or divine or universe would definitely change some stuff. Mm -hmm. So, so I, where your your will power comes in play. I, I can hear people asking, um, how do you know in your personal life if it's your divine plan or if it's your ego plan? Mm, <clears throat> very good question. When you see that ego plan or divine plan, right? Like you will know divine plan will come to you when you're completely surrendered. Completely surrendered to the divine. Like you are like defenseless. Like you just drop everything. Like you guide me, I'm yours. You take me in whatever direction you want. So then there is no way that ego can creep in. You will feel that. You 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 can feel it deep inside. Mm -hmm. That peace, that calmness, and willingness to accept whatever divine has to has in his plate. So and how would how do you know if it's the ego that's you know, self-sabotaging or masquerading as the soul. It's so good at doing that. 
yeah you will when if you can tap into yourself then you will see that there is little disturbance especially in your heart chakra and the throat throat chakra that you are suppressing it you are a healer too right like you 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 know too right like those two and then manipura the navel region so these three chakras you will see that they will be like kicking pinching you like a little bit so otherwise there will be like so great flow smooth flow of energy will see in your system mm-hmm. i i always um think of the, the divine flow like when you know when when the, when the information comes in in a time where you're like you say surrendered for me often that surrender comes when i'm playing or i'm relaxed or i'm you know i'm at the dog park maybe not thinking about anything else or i'm you know listening to music and oh that's what i need to do you know uh, as opposed to when i'm sitting down going okay i need to get clear on this and i need to i need to think about it yeah <laughs> Yeah, it's not going to happen. Like, yeah. Actually, you need to do the opposite. You need to stop thinking about it, and that's when the answer comes. It, it's, exactly. It's, it's the no and let go. As soon as you could let go, then the no shows up. <laughs> Very true. Actually, I should share a small <clears throat> um, my own experience with my son um, because he's uh, eight years old, and he does. He, I always tell him, like you know, God will talk to you, and God will tell you when something is wrong, <clears throat> when you are not. sorry i have um 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 i'm having a little bit of <clears throat> that's okay <laughs> so he say he was he was saying like how can, how will i know it how will i know when god is telling me something and then uh, we you will get to know about it and then one day he came and he said that i felt i did something wrong sneakily and then i felt there is some tightness in here my chest and something is happening in this area in this part and i don't know i couldn't figure out what it is but i need to understand i said like that is what god is telling you that what you are doing is not right then he's like oh that is how god talks to us <laughs> like, yeah when you are not aligned with whatever like you know with your thoughts with your whatever you are saying and whatever you are doing if you are not aligned with these three things then that means you are some somewhere something is going wrong so if you keep practicing me keeping these three aligned from now on then you'll be you'll be fine right so, oh from now on i'll keep an eye on it and then every time he comes and says like i did sneaky and i again i observed it i'm like then you should stop doing that <laughs> Yes, when you're out of integrity with yourself. Exactly. Yeah. Your body will speak to you immediately. Yeah. Yeah, the the body truly is a truth detector. If you're wondering, you know, where you're at, you if you can learn to tune into the body, you can you'll get answers and you could know. <laughs> you could know. Yeah. Yeah, just just having that tapping in like going into the source then you will find your answers. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, um is there anything more you would like to share around um this feminine empowerment energy and how um you know, women now are in embodying it, you know, in a new way, stepping out in a new way. How how are you seeing that around you? i feel women are all women are been empowered for so long like you know that is the only thing that nowadays we are discovering that we are empowered 
like <clears throat> we are we are powerful as we are because uh, in indian scriptures like in hindu scriptures we see like women is compared to earth like for patience just take one example like being a mother like for 9 months you will be carrying in in another life inside you and it is not easy like you know imagine uh, when i was going you know in my pregnancy i got gestational and i ha- i was having cravings to eat sweets and uh, you know those uh, different uh, carb items and stuff but gestational diabetes like it comes during the pregnancy like um if people who doesn't know what gestational is um so it is a diabetic condition so we have to reduce our sugars and carbs during the pregnancy but at the same time the hormones kicks in and then they ask for like lot more food and lo- food especially that you are not supposed to eat <laughs> and if i say that i cannot eat but my husband couldn't <laughs> he cannot stop he's he's a, he's, a uh, he's so much into eating all the junk food and he brings them and he'll keep in his own uh, office room and cupboard or something you know <laughs> like and then he sneakily eat so that will power that, that that will power we have it why because like we we are pro- we are protecting our baby like it, it 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 comes to us naturally so we are born with it mm-hmm. so we are powerful in as a mother and we are powerful as a you know sister or wife or but the we show our power in a through our patience through our love through our caring like how many times my son comes and do the same thing he he always comes and says sorry but you have you can easily forgive and then you say give him another chance but i see my husband after two times he he'll get the strong punishment for the third time so it is like but it is needed also i'm not saying like whatever he is doing is not ne- necessary but it is needed so it is like a balance that i'm saying uh, and uh, coming back to the empowerment of the women we we go to work we come back we take care of the house we take care of the kids and kids homeworks kids extracurricular activities and your circle your family in you know for me in india then i have to make sure that i call them on regular basis to see how they are and if they need anything i need to make arrangements right so this much don't you think that we are powerful that in that we are empowered here right yes we yes are, we, we are powerful and yes there are there are men who supports women in lot of ways to empower that and there are lot of women who supports men to empower them as well Mm-hmm. so it is like it goes in hand in hand right i i'm seeing i'm seeing the the female empowerment i mean not necessarily female um let's call it feminine empowerment because it's it can go either way masculine or feminine um in all of us but i'm seeing more women who had that real nurturing energy that they maybe gave to their children and gave to their family they're now stepping out into the world and being seen in their power giving that loving energy on behalf of the all to humanity so yeah. as you as a healer as me as a healer um you know people doing things you know for whatever their project is maybe it's to 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 support a cause 
that will better all of humanity. I'm seeing many, many women stepping out, leading these organizations, um, using that nurturing love of life energy that was previously given to a child, you know, now it's being given to the all for the betterment so of the true, all. So true, yeah. The more the difference that we are seeing right now is previously, like for me, like in India, my grandmother has 10 kids and she uses all her energy, all her powers to take care of these 10 kids. And she has like almost like 50, 60 people who work in their farms and everybody. So she takes care of all of them. But now we are stepping out and then we are giving more of that to the whole humanity, whole planet. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that is one great thing that I'm seeing these days. Like, you know, a lot more, even I see a lot of young, young girls are also coming out and doing whatever they could do. You know, very beautiful to see that. So how is the face, how is it like to be a young girl now growing up in India as opposed to being a young girl growing up in India when you were young? Is it is it different now? Uh, yeah, definitely. I would say. So because, the, the one, go ahead. Uh, because now uh, there is a lot more freedom, freedom in the sense, uh, uh, always like, you know, everywhere they in India, mostly they used to have the protective uh, thing for girls. Like, uh, um, though we all of all three of us are daughters. So still my parents, I should say my parents are more liberal. Like I can come, I can go anywhere and come home at 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock. They might, I don't know. I never observed that they might be worried about me. I never cared about it. But I, I have that freedom that I can go and I can come back at that time. But it's not the same in a lot of other families at that point of time. And now I think it's changed a lot. Uh, I think uh, uh, girls can go and... Uh, uh, be out with friends and stuff for a little longer and uh, i think that is one thing and education wise um there used to be like you know one um they used to have this one hindrance they wanted always that girls should be little less educated than the man they used to have that i don't think they have it anymore the reason is because they don't want to uh, crush the ego of the man i guess <laughs> and then the another thing is when they are looking for the matches right um they will always want the girl to be little younger than the man because the women are more mature at the younger age than the men, uh, men so they say that at least after 18 or so like you know there would be minimum five years or four years of age gap because so that they both will be in the same plane uh -huh. of intellect oh. <laughs> so interesting things i observe but nowadays like you know i have seen a lot of my class and in undergrad there i see a lot of my friends got married to our classmates and all but they are all happy you know it's all like in mindset that's it i feel right right well you know it, it, the interesting paradox kind of what we were talking about a little bit earlier about the women stepping out and um using that feminine energy that was you know applied to taking care of the family now to take care of humanity and, and we're at this time where he, humanity is needing it 
more than ever mm-hmm. where where there is actually there's lots lots of inner child <laughs> acting up lots of egos acting up right now yeah. and lots of um lots of trauma and lots of stress and lots of all of that um the world needs lots of empowered divine mothers right now definitely i do agree with that yeah are you um are you seeing a lot more clients lately doing the work that you do since yeah yeah um, i i work with a lot of uh, uh, i do like a lot of healing work and uh, coaching work as well one on one and um, sometimes i may condense it into some workshops so that they don't have to come one on one sessions first i'll do it in the group workshop and then i'll take care of any other next things that needs to be addressed then i'll do one on one so that it will be affordable for everybody so that is why i created some group workshops now that everything is online <laughs> uh, yeah um, but it this is working really good i never designed i'm just i'll always like go with the flow like however the divine mother is guiding me i'll just take it and i don't have any uh, plan of like okay next 5 years my business should be here next 3 years my business should be here it's the, i never planned such a, that way um it's very funny that i already have a clientele then i build my website after uh, like you know four five years that too it will be very static like you will just have my information and maybe some testimonials there it won't be very fancy or giving like lot more information of what i do and i keep updating on that and stuff no so um, i do a lot of stuff in my group uh, be free now coach in facebook and i do the facebook i have i'm more active on facebook and instagram so do you want to give people um you know your website where or maybe your facebook or instagram where people can find you if they're sure yeah they can find me with durgamadhavi at gmail.com durgamadhavi Uh, in facebook mamadpalli durga madavi mamadpalli which is a longer name i know be free now coach is the actually the group everywhere the handle is be free now coach like instagram twitter and uh, my facebook page also be free now coaching and healing so that's my facebook page so you okay. can find me anywhere and uh, yeah i'll be more than happy to help you out <clears throat> if you have any so, questions on anything I, i and i'll have and i have the links attached above and below yeah. and so we just have like a, a couple minutes here left and i do i don't know if you do card readings durga but i have these cards of clarity that are wonderful and i love to do a reading just to see what everyone is looking for and now i don't have a durga card in here <laughs> i just want to give one more update like one thing is um i i'm we an upcoming workshop on chakra healing and uh, chakra cleansing is coming up in june so okay. if you are interested please let me know um that is helping i i just i just got that message and then i started t- doing that on monthly basis for like last year every month i am offering first last two months i didn't offer but people came back and asking me when you are doing you know it, they are like wanted to repeat it so people are coming and repeating it for all the gynec issues and uh, getting more clarity hormonal issues and insomnia depression it is helping a lot so yeah if anybody wants to come and uh, join that please uh, let me know and they can click on your facebook link to find that 
Sure, yeah, and I will be keeping, I'll keep posted about that on Instagram and then you can reach out to me into the Facebook. Awesome. Okay, so I just pulled a card for all of us listening and it's Archangel 12, Shamuel. Mm-hmm. And this is the message. So take a deep breath. The protection you have been asking for has arrived. It is now time to fully embrace a job well done. Allow yourself to receive protection from fear. For it has only been the energy of fear that led you to believe you needed outside protection at all. What a glorious gift to be free from fear. The time of peaceful living and calm presence is asking you to embrace it. You are ready for this journey and it is a signal that the next step has already been taken. Pay attention, be peace, be calm. Wow. Wow. Beautiful message. (laughs) Very much needed. Okay. So thank you everyone for listening and thanks for everyone chiming in the chat. We love to see your questions and your highs and your hearts and all that good stuff. And, um, Thank you, Durga, for being here. Thank you so much. This is so much fun. I really enjoy talking. And you took me again back to my childhood memories and everything. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. So everyone have a fabulous week. And catch me right here again next week at Wednesday at 3 o'clock Pacific time. So have a great week, everyone. Goodbye. Goodbye. Namaste. Are you ready to make joy and well-being number one in your life? Are you ready to live the life you've always wanted to live? Then you have found the right place. Joyful Living, Avesa Quantum Healing Center. Hi, my name is Jerry Habstreet, and I've been an Avesa Medical Intuitive, Quantum Healer, and Self-Ascension Intuitive Counselor for 10 years, and have mastered the many tools of Self-Ascension to assist you to live your best life ever. Are you needing assistance with emotional or physical healing? How about a medical intuitive scan, EFT or an Avesa chakra balance? Do you have repetitive issues that keep reappearing time after time? How about a cosmic life regression session? Are you wondering what your unique gifts are and wanting some deeper insight on your life? Or maybe you are getting ready to make some big decisions and you want guidance. How about an ascended numerology reading? Maybe you are unsure what you need. That's okay too. I offer free 15-minute consultations and can work with you in person or online. You can contact me by by going to the host page on the Oneness Talk Radio website and clicking on Jerry Hapstreet. There you will find all my contact information. Wishing you great joy on your journey.